to hear an anointed, powerful word that will change your life from Treasure Coast Victory Center. Be blessed as your faith goes from one level of glory to another level of glory. Today I'm just gonna I'm just gonna talk to you a little bit about what I feel the Lord dropped in my heart, uh, not just for 2022, but what He just wants me to speak over you today. So that's what I plan on doing. Um, so I do want to. I feel that He wanted me to clarify a little bit about celebration. What I said, what He had me say a couple weeks ago about celebrating, and it's so funny because I keep hearing it again and again and again, and and I really feel that we are gonna celebrate together even here in the U.S. I don't know what it's going to be, how it's going to be, what's going to transpire. I know it looks crazy, but I really believe some things are going to take place that we are going to be celebrating as a nation. I believe other countries will too, but it's something about here because I still stand on America is God, is God's country, and we're just going to be celebrating. Okay, that, that, that's, that's all I can say <laughs> about that. Yes, we're going to have natural celebrations, which is things are natural, but there's also going to be natural celebrations that take place and transpire here that will only, we will only be able to say, man, that was God. Like, how, how did that happen? That, well, that was God, man. We, okay, and that's it, and that settles it because no one's going to get the glory for what he's going to do, okay? So he just really want me to clarify that because I don't know if I hit it or not, but I just, I'm just being obedient, okay? All right, let's get it. Second Timothy. This is a verse everyone knows. We know how to quote it, and we say it, but how are we doing it? Uh, uh, uh. Second Timothy. One and seven. I want to read it in the King James and in my Amplified. So, for God have not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. My Amplified says, for God did not give us a spirit of timidity, of cowardice, of craving and cringing and fawning fear, but he has given us a spirit of power and of love and of calm and well-balanced mind and discipline and self-control. This is the time more than ever that we have to be stable in our power, in power, love, and a sound mind. And the reason is, is because I sense such a spirit of fear that has tried to take over the United States and then the church in general. It's like it's choking people. Fear is choking people and the life out of them. And they're choosing to believe the lies from the enemy than really listening and hearing what God is saying for them today. And I mean, when I say people are fear, I'm not just talking about people out in the world. I'm talking about in the church. That's what the Lord said. People in the church are also having this fear. And, and, and nowadays you get one ache. What variants do I got? Like you just got an ache. I must got the new variant. Something going on. Like that's just how it is. And it's ridiculous. Okay? It can be any type of variance. You just have it. Because if you look at it, the V, every symptom is the V. <laughs> but okay. And I'm going to tell you right now, fear is not natural. I don't care what anyone says. I don't care that you can't tell your kids. It's natural. It's okay to be a little fearful. That's a lie from the pit of hell. Fear is not from God. It is from the devil. 
Okay? Be clear about that. And you cannot have fear put a foothold in your life. The spirit of fear is a demonic assignment. Okay? Across the world to get believers to forget the potency of the cross and the blood of Jesus. Because when you're having fear, you forgot totally about the blood of Jesus. Satan wants you to live in such fear that he can ruin your life and then take the promises of God away from you. It's not God doing it. It's, it, it's just Satan. You're just trusting Satan. And then when you tolerate fear, your faith ends up being corrupted. Because you're either in one or the other. And you can't be halfway in. You can't say, well, I'm, in, I'm really in faith. But, ooh, don't cough by me. Like you just said, a double whammy. Which one is it? You got to build boundaries when it comes to fear and negativity. So it does not come in because we learned from not what not flesh and blood, how spirits can come over on you. Hmm. Well, fear can come over on you too if you're around certain people and you hear certain things, right? What else I was going to say about that? Anyway, so I get this email. I'm on Ken Copeland's email list. So on Monday, I get an email and it is titled, where is it? We are declare, declaring war on fear. So I'm like, all right, let's do this. Declaring war. So what he said in there is that the greatest soldiers in the world, like special forces, are trained to deal with fear head on. They know that fear is a threat to success and cause you to make bad decisions, which can result in failure. Wow. Can you imagine being trained to just defeat fear? Because when you're out in the battle, you don't have time to fear. It is what it is. You better, get, you better straighten up and get your stuff together and keep moving forward. And it's the same with us. You've got to know how to battle fear. When it tries to come your way, you know what it is? No, not doing that. Not today. Mm-mm. This is the day and time you got to tell people right off the back, I'm not going to receive that, what you're saying. Doesn't matter. You're not trying to hurt their feelings, but at the same time, you're either going to hurt their feelings or you're going to walk in fear. What are you going to do? Because I'll tell you in a minute, I can't allow that in my spirit. Nope. And I can't focus on what the CDC says, because what I do is focus on the G-O-D, what he says. And I tell you, even if it's a believer that's coming to tell you something, you better put up your Holy Ghost bubble and tell them to bounce away and go somewhere else with that, you know, because you're not going to take it. You know, so many people in the Bible dealt with fear, if you look at it. Elijah just did an amazing thing with the prophets of Baal. Amazing. And you know, right after that, he went here because he was scared of some stuff Jezebel was saying. Do you know no one wanted to battle Goliath? Because what, he was too big? Or what else? When they went, when the children of Israel went and sought off the promised land, only two can come back, Bo, but the other ones were scared? Listen, we cannot be like them. Now, I know at times we go through things like them, but we cannot, not in this damn time, sit there and operate any type of fear, not an ounce, not a little bit at all. So if you sense anything, you, you yourself have to use your authority to get that thing off you and away from you. Because when it tries to talk to you, and it does to all of us at times, because I remember I just told the women's thing a couple of months ago that I had this practicum professor who was very, like, strict. This is the master's unit. This is the master's class. And you need to be able to do this, that, 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 and that. And I'm like this. 
what in the world? I didn't sign up for this, you know? So I started getting nervous. Shot, I need a video. You got to do my video with me. because She's like, relax. But no, you don't understand. This lady says she has to do that. And we have to, mommy, relax. And I was like, you know what? Anxiety and fear, get off of me. Like, it tried to come just like that. And I said, no, no, no. That's not me. That's not who I am. You know what? It is what it is. I'm going to do this video, and she's just going to like it, and I don't even care. Whatever happens is going to happen. But I felt that. It, it, it wasn't nice. It wasn't a good feeling. It, it's just real heavy. So tell it no. Tell it no. Listen. You cannot always go by what someone else says, too, when it comes to it. You got to tell you you got to tell fear no. You got to tell fear you don't care what your future looks like because God has your back. You don't care you don't have fear of being alone because God is with you. You don't have any fear of getting sick because God is the healer. You got to tell it right away. When it talks to you, you got to talk back to it. How do you respond back to something? You open your mouth and speak it. So when it does try to come to your door, you talk back to it and you say, "You know what? I'm the righteousness of God. I don't have to fear anything." You know what? God says he never leaves me nor forsake me. So I don't have to fear anything. You know what? The blood of Jesus didn't fail. So I don't have to fear anything. You know, he always takes care of me. You cannot keep your mouth closed in this time and hour. You have to open it and release its power and life because you are free from the law of sin and death. That's good. Good. If you don't understand that, don't know all the verses, here's some right here of do not fear. Isaiah 41.10 says, fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee. Yeah, I will help thee. Yea, I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. Psalms 56.3 and 4 says, when I am afraid, I will put my trust and faith in you. In God, whose word I praise. In God, I have put my trust. I shall not fear what can mere man do to me. Joshua 1.9 says, have not I commanded thee, be strong and of good courage. Be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed, for the Lord thy God is with thee whithersoever thou goest. Psalm 23, 4 says, Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Romans 8, 38, 39 says, For I am convinced and continue to be convinced beyond any doubt that neither death nor life nor angels nor principalities nor things present threatening nor things to come nor powers nor height nor death. If y'all not getting this, you hear what he's saying? Nor any other created thing will be able to separate us from the unlimited love of God, which in Christ Jesus, our Lord, last one, first John 4, 18, the message Bible says there is no room in love for fear. Well-formed love banishes fear since fear is crippling a fearful life. Fear of death, fear of judgment is one not fully formed in love. The Amplified says it like this. There is no fear in love. Dread does not exist. Be perfect, complete, Full-grown, love drives out fear because fear involves the expectation of divine punishment. So the one who is afraid of God's judgment is not perfected in love, has not grown into a sufficient understanding of God's love. And the last one, KJV says, there is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear because fear hath torment. He that feareth is not made perfect in love. Say, I do not fear because God loves me. Some of you might need to say it again. You got to know that God loves you. There's nothing for you to fear. When you realize he loves you perfectly, you just go, oh, what's that? Oh, did that try to attack me? <laughs> God loves me. I'll walk through like that now. Something happens. God loves me. And they might think you're being arrogant, but I'm his favorite. God loves me. When you know that you have perfect love from the Father, it expels fear. 
listen, you better start doing like I just said, walk around. God loves me, so I'm delivered. God loves me, so I'm healed. God loves me, so he has the best in store for me. God loves me. Nothing's going to come nigh my dwelling place. You either trust Psalms 91 or you don't. It says a thousand may fall at your side, but 10,000 may find at your right hand. But baby, it ain't coming by me. It ain't coming by you, right? So you choose him to believe or you're not going to believe it. Because you got to know God's love is more than a notion. God's love is more than a scripture that you read in the book. I'm telling you, he has real love for each and every one of you. You have nothing to fear because God has already crushed Satan's head. That's some good news. He already crushed it. He already gave you power to tread over serpents and scorpions and all the power of the enemy. He gave it to you. So like I said, when fear tries to knock on your door, you better tell it, nope, God loves me. I receive the word. I receive the word. When anxiety tries to knock on my door, nope, God loves me. When depression tries to knock on your door, nope, God loves me. When lack tries to knock on your door, nope, God loves me. Say, God loves me. Get that in there. And he loves you rather you're good or bad. Ain't that good news? Oh, my gosh. Because, honey, if he would have <laughs> he saw me, but I'm like, Lord, you sure you can? Mm, you guys know how I am. I had a patient today tell me he praying for my husband. <laughs> like, I'm that bad. I'm praying for your husband. I'm like, I'm praying for your wife. <laughs> right? <laughs> Listen, we, we going to go there? Let's do this. <laughs> I'm praying for your wife, too. You the one that's a mess. But that just shows you I'm the same at home, at church, at work. So they're all like, what church you go to? I need to call that pastor. Well, he's crazy too. Call him. <laughs> right? <laughs> so listen, we used to say back in the day, Lord, I'm just going to say it. Back in the day, we used to say something like, I wish somebody would try me. AJ, no, but it's something else. Like, I, I wish somebody would. Yeah. Right, Jason? Right? Listen. That's how I'm doing the enemy. I, I wish you would, so-and-so. Like, I, I wish the, the Omicron, whatever, it would. I, I wish the, the, the Florona, that's the new one, I wish you would come by me because you're going to die right in my atmosphere. I wish somebody would. I wish you would, devil. Try to even come around me, please. I know weapons can form, but it's not going to prosper. Try to cross on over here. I'm telling you, it doesn't matter your diagnosis. It doesn't matter how your home life is right now. It doesn't matter how your bank account looks right now. It doesn't matter what you think about yourself, but I'm telling you, God loves you. And there's no fear in the outcome. There's no fear in your future because it's a good, bright future. There's no fear in tomorrow, this week, next month, this year, because it is looking bright. I'm not listening to even some of the prophets who are doing groom and doom and all that stuff for 2022. Not for me. I can tell you I've been the most prosperous ever the last several years when, when the sea hit. <laughs> because that's how God is with us because he loves me. Listen, that's what I tell my dad all the time. When he got completely, they gave him the, he is in remission. And I said, well, dad, because God loves me, <laughs> you know? And he's like, okay, baby, that's what you, no, he loves me, you know? And that's just it. So I just want to tell you, whatever the enemy's trying to put on you, give you and all that, you say, nope, it can't come and stay. So just back up, enemy. I rebuke you in Jesus' name, and the blood is against you, right? Let's go to Psalms 92.
so glad to see y'all on a Wednesday night. I know Wednesday night. Okay, I need to put the glasses. Psalm 92, 12. This is something for 2022. The uncompromisingly righteous, I'm doing Amplified, shall flourish like the palm tree. Be long-lived, stately, upright, useful, and fruitful. They shall grow like a cedar in Lebanon, majestic, stable, durable, and incorruptible, planted in the house of the Lord. They shall flourish flourish in the courts of our God. Growing in grace, they shall still bring forth fruit in old age. They shall be full of sap, of spiritual vitality, and rich in the virtue of trust, love, and contentment. They are living memorials to show that the Lord is upright and faithful to his promises. He is my rock and there is no unrighteousness in him. This is the time of the uncompromisingly righteous believers. They're establishing faith and commitment to the Lord. Nothing moves them. Their heart is fixed. They don't dabble in sin because they know that today's compromise will bring you tomorrow's chains. The uncompromisingly righteous know without a shadow of a doubt that they are on God's side and he is on theirs. Anybody uncompromisingly righteous up in here? And because of that, you got to know your enemies have no hope of defeating or destroying you. Every attack enemy has, God already has a counterattack against him, and that's good too. We don't just do behavior modification, but we do heart transformation. Just because you change your behavior on something does not mean that you have gotten free from it. It needs to be a complete heart transformation because your behavior can say I'm changing, your mouth tries to change, but your heart is still the same. So as an uncompromisingly righteous believer, you do heart transformation. You don't buckle or fall under pressure and will still represent the father in a hard place. I was looking over at Daniel a little bit and I was like, wow, Daniel... That, that was an amazing man of God right there. He stood in hard places. He still was like, they were trying to give him the good food of the kings. He was like, no, I'm not eating that. I'm not going to do that. When it was time, they was like, you can't bow or worship your God. Well, I'm just going to do it. I mean, they even said, I think it's in Daniel 6, where they found such an excellent spirit in him. They couldn't find any fault with Daniel. They had to make up stuff about Daniel. And that's what time it is. is we got to have this excellent spirit. The only thing you're going to say is you're going to make up stuff about me. Because you're not going to find any fault because I'm all about the father and his will. It doesn't matter what the king says. It doesn't matter what the president says. It doesn't matter what Senate says. It doesn't matter what your friend or your family says. We're about what does God say. Period. Uncompromisingly means something. You don't compromise. So you are, you are uncompromisingly righteous. So when you hear me say you are, you are. Okay, you are. Listen, let me say something else real quick. Jesus, uncompromisingly righteous that you are, they come to church. They don't just stream church. They come to church. Now, listen, I'm glad. I like streaming. I like, I think that's a great technology. When 2020 hit, we were so excited to be on Facebook and stuff and stream. But let me tell you, it's something that's so powerful when saints come together to worship that you can't get through the computer. I don't care what people say or how they try to make it. It's not the same. Yes, we know pastor has anointed teachings. 
And yes, you feel it. But it's something when you come together because there's a gathering of the saints. And that's why Satan is trying to destroy that from getting you to come to be with other believers. And he will speak that and think, you're okay. You don't have to go to church. It's just the same thing watching it online. Well, that is a lie. And you got to rebuke that. And if you okay with that making excuses, well, that's the devil. You're talking back to him. It is what it is. And don't tell me, well, I can do streaming because, you know, I've been saved 10, 20, 30 years, and I know the word. I have knowledge of the word. But, honey, you got knowledge of the word from 20 years ago. You need a fresh revelation of knowledge of the word today. You need to hear word today that can help you get through today and for your tomorrow. God speaks a fresh word all the time. PT ain't preaching the same thing he did when we first started here. So you can sit there all you want. I know what Matthew 6.33 say. Well, what is the saying for today? Jesus. Listen, coming together just builds you up. It encourages you being around other believers. I don't care what one says. It affects your attitude when you come in this atmosphere. It does. The presence of God is just so different when we're all together. When we're all together, when we all, there's, listen, baby, let me tell you something. When, when we come together and we have worship and TCVC and we raising our hands, there's a sound. Hey, bro, cara, there's a sound that only comes from TCVC. There's a sound that only comes from church when people are together. There's a sound that makes demons halt. There's a sound that make them have to bow down when we come together. Bro, cara, there's a sound that, in, that the angels are on attention going, where are we going? Because there's a sound that only comes from the church. Jesus. Jesus. It can't come through technology. There's a sound. There's something that happens when you get hands laid on you. Hey, there's something that happens that God is stirring up and trying to do through you when you come and say, God, okay, I want to be in this presence. I want to be with other believers. I'm not going to listen to the lies of the enemy and say it's okay to stay home. I'm not going to listen to the lies of the enemy and say, you know, I don't have to read the word. I can just listen to CDs all day. Well, that's a lie because God wants to speak to each and every one of you and has an individual word for each and every one of you. There's a sound. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Say, I'm uncompromisingly righteous. Thank you, Jesus. You not only anointed you ours, you got fresh oil that corns and pours down onto you. Hey, you got fresh oil that you can give it to other people. Breka, you got fresh fire in you that you only have that you can give to other people. And then some of the people who are at home are, are the ones that's having problems saying, what's going on? I don't get what's going on because you're not covered. And that's just the truth. You're not covered. Don't tell me you're a believer. And I come to you and say, where you go to church? And you go, I'm on a church of on CCC streaming. No, you need to be under a body. You need to be under the five-fold ministry. That's biblical. And if anyone tries to tell you different, it's a lie. It's religion and it's wrong. And then you wonder why you're in the same place from five, ten years ago. Because you're not even feeling the call of God in your life or even just coming to church. That's the first thing as a believer. Oh, Jesus. Jesus. Come on, man. feel like I'm in the ring. 
All right, devil. Listen, you ours, we moving new. We flowing new. We know how to flow with the Holy Ghost. We don't go by old stuff, how we used to do stuff. We go new. Like, Lord, what you want today? How you want us to move today? How you want us to minister to people today? How you want us to deliver people today? It's different. He wants to move differently in you. It might have worked like this before, but it's not going to continue to work like that. I got to even move different with my husband and say different things now. I can't say the same things I said to him when I was 19 years old. Maybe. (laughs) Well, maybe later. God says, you have not because you asked now, but honey, you just asked. Listen, take that out, Patrick. <laughs> we real in this church, so I'm just, just saying, I am married. It's not like I'm not. Then the rumors will start going. Listen, see, Benio took me off. No, don't behave. Don't behave, because I'm not behaving. We don't behave. This TCVC, we don't behave. PT like, stop putting that foolishness on this church, right? <laughs> when he runs out of here, we all know, okay? <laughs> okay, get focused. Come on, Tasha, you in the Holy Ghost. Okay, glory. Guess what else you are, are? You are gladiators in the spirit. Remember that movie? I can't say it. But you're a gladiator in the spirit. Listen, you got to be a pit bull. Grab a hold to something and just hold on till you get your breakthrough. Just hold on, but make sure you're hearing from God. Let me tell you, uncompromisingly righteous are the ones who say yes. If you ain't willing to say yes to God, then that's not, you're not, you are ready to be the you are, I guess. But you got to say yes. And that means letting go of your will. That means letting go of doing it the way you want to do it. That means letting go the way you try to interpret the word incorrectly and say it should be like this, this like this, and it just makes sense to me because it's how it is. No. You get the word, you go, this is it, this settles it. I don't have anything else to say about the situation. That's it. You don't have anything to say. Don't bring up anything about how many sex things there are. Don't bring up anything about abortion. Because if you want the truth, then you're going to get it from me, from the word. That's how I address people. They say, what do you think? I went, I tell you what the Bible says. So then you don't get mad at me. Oh, well, they still will. <laughs> but you, unfortunately, they still get mad. But you just say, the Bible says this. Listen, that's all I say. The Bible says it. Okay, uh, I'm almost done. Isaiah 61. I'm going to make sure that I forget something. Any you are is in the building? Yes. Okay, I see. So funny. I wrote the page down. I still can't even find where I'm going. Where are you? Okay, verse 7. 
Instead of your former shame, you shall have a twofold recompense. Instead of dishonor and reproach, your people shall rejoice in their portion. Therefore, in their land, they shall possess double. What they have forfeited, everlasting joy shall be theirs. For I, the Lord, love justice. I hate robbery and wrong with violence or burnt offering, and I will faithfully give them their recompense in truth, and I will make an everlasting covenant or league with them. And their offspring shall be known among the nations and their descendants among the peoples. All who see them in their prosperity will recognize and acknowledge that they are the people whom the Lord has blessed. 2022. Here we go. Uncompromisingly righteous. And also, we are going to be blessed because of the shame that the church has had recently and and lately i mean really who who back in 2020 when they were saying you know what you're not essential who wanted to say right then yeah i'm a christian they didn't even see us having any power at all because of what the church has made it so yeah there was some shame there really even right now people say they christian you christian no I don't say it because I'm, I'm not a Christian because everybody's a Christian from, oh, I can't say name, shoot the video. Am I on video? Can't remember. But because of certain people, everybody's Christian. So I'm like, no, no, I'm, I'm a kingdom believer. I, I don't do Christian because everybody is. Everybody wants to say they're Christian. So that's why I think it messed up anyway because even some people in the church who are Christians was like making it like the world. So people were confused, like, well, so-and-so was doing that. So I can't, y'all Christians? No, we don't. We're different. We're believers. But because of that shame and because of that embarrassment that we've had, there's going to be a double portion for the true ecclesia, the true. Not everybody who's saying they go to church and, and the Christian. The true ones, okay? The Lord showed me there's going to be a divine redefine. There's going to be a divine realign, divine revamp, restart, divine reversal, hallelujah, and a divine recovery. And when you see re, re, it means again, but it means better, okay? It means better. Okay, the Lord just dropped that in my... Okay. Um, yeah, okay. Let's see it later. Sorry, I'm getting stuff and it's weird. Anyway, okay. <laughs> so funny. So what God wants to do now as well is to, in, in your life, he wants to remove some things in order to make room for the realign and, and the revamping and the reinventing and the divine reversal. There's things that he wants to do, so you got to make room in order to expand the capacity. So you have to ask yourself, too, what, what do you have to remove out of your life? What's taking up your space? That's not godly. What's taking up your space that it may not be bad, but it's like God saying get rid of it so that he can expand your space. I had to even go to the Lord myself because I'm so busy with school and I'm reading my word, but the Lord's like, I need you to expand your space and even put school down a little bit because I need to spend some more time with you because there's something new and different I'm going to do with you this year. So I have to like, okay, Lord, I got I to gotta be with, like you're saying, expand my compassion. I got to move some stuff out the way. And like I say, with this, um, what God wants to do is going to be a double, a double of joy, a double of love, a double peace, double anointing, double lands, double money in the banks, double God encounters. 
Double love, double wisdom, double gifts, and that's just some of them. I want to be real clear about the double. When you think about it, it is like the lowest multiplication that the Lord can do is double. That's the lowest. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> but you don't got to stay at the double. The Lord is saying there's 30, 60, and 100 fold. And even I read in Gen is it Genesis or Deuteronomy, I think Deuteronomy 111, where he said about blessing them a thousand times. I was like, is that me being greedy if I would a thousand times? Because, Lord, I want a thousand times, <laughs> right? I received a thousand times, right? But he wants to prosper you guys in the good or what, what may seem like good or what may seem like the bad times. And he wants to show you how to prosper you. And he's saying you don't have to run after the double, guys. It's already there. You don't have to run after it. It reminds me of my little dog, Cashmere. I always say that to him. He's like, I said, he, he's like the blessing on your heel. Because wherever Ben goes, like, the dog is right there. Like, I'm like, why is he, like, following you like that? Like, everywhere Ben goes, he can go in the kitchen. Cashmere's right there on his heel. When he goes to the door, Cashmere's on his heel. He goes in the bathroom. No, man, you can't come in here and, like, I shut the door. But Cashmere's, like, on his heel, like the blessing. So I'm like, thank you, Lord. We don't have to go and make anything work. It's right there with us like trying to say here I am here we go he got knowledge this is how you're supposed to do it God gives us knowledge which is what he wants us to do but he gives us wisdom too of how to do it Amen. and he's going to increase that in us you take that time going to give you the knowledge and the wisdom because there's no use just getting knowledge what you're going to do with it you got to have the wisdom amen as we say back in the day you don't got to chase the bag I'm not chasing the bag nope it's going to follow me, follows wherever I go real quickly about that. So I'm doing clinicals at a, a counseling center right now, and I do that on Mondays and Fridays. Well, the, the doctor who's over the whole thing already offered me a job. So I'm like, okay, great. Thank you, Jesus. That's great. Well, I just got another job offer Tuesday. Oh, that was yesterday from a lady at a school who works at a school and was like, when are you done? Because you can work with me, and I, you can do your own schedule. You can. I'm like, I, I'm liking what you just said. My own schedule? Double, but wait, wait, wait. Here the kicker. I got to work with kids. No thanks. <laughs> no thanks. But listen, if the money's a little bit better, I might go, wait, okay, maybe I can deal with the little kitties for a little bit. But I just want to say that's the double. That's how the favor follows you. Double follows you wherever you go. I wasn't looking for a job or asking a lady. I never did. It was like, you can work for me. Come over and let me. She's like, come over and shadow, and you can watch so-and-so do her stuff. I got a grant. I get you what you want, and we'll work it out. Okay? But Listen, Jose, listen. I'm going to need extra prayer. I'm going to need uh, everybody in the church fasting and praying to uh, bless you. Mr. Cruz, bless you and Heather. Bless you, Bethany and AJ. No, thanks. I don't, I don't know. I think the Lord's grace is lifted. And that's okay. I know my seasons. Okay? We got to know our seasons. But no, I do love kids. And kids love me. It's, it's, it, they do. They do. And I love them. But I think no. So anyway, let me focus back in the, in the word of God. Hallelujah. <laughs> the double. Thank you, Jesus. So I'm just going to get ready to end and say you are blessed, okay? As I said, the true church will go from shame to people wanting what we have. That's a good thing. Because they see that we are hope when they're hopeless. They see that we are healthy and healed when they're battling sickness and disease. They'll see that we are rich when they're struggling at times and saying, how did you keep that job? How did you get that job? How do you have that money? How did you buy that property? 
And it's not so we can boast and brag for ourselves, but to give glory to God. That's why it says we're living memorials unto him. And that's going to be a way when people see that you're not scared because of an ailment, that's going to bless them. Because at my counseling thing, they're all like, everyone's getting something. And they're like, Tashi, what? I'm like, I'm fine. Having gotten, thank you, Jesus. Because I said nothing, the Lord says nothing's going to come nigh my dwelling place. I believe that. And it is sometimes tough to sit in a place where people, everyone there is a diff, don't even believe anywhere near what you believe. It's tough to stand out. It's tough to say, you know what, I'm not going to do that. Do you want this jab? No, I don't. I mean, it's tough to say that because you're wondering, am I still going to have this job if I say this? Is this going to work for me? But when you got the Lord who loves you, it doesn't matter if you lose a job or not because he's going to give you another one. It doesn't matter if this gets turned off because you're going to get another one. It doesn't matter. He loves you. Each and every one of you, he knows every situation that's going on. He wants to work in each and every one of your lives. If you just hear what he's saying and do it, please don't do it your way because it doesn't work your way. We've all been there, done that, and tried and had a T-shirt. It doesn't work. When you do it God's way, there's blessing behind it. There's a multiplication behind it. There's glory behind it. There's a blessing behind it. There's an anointing behind it. Believe me. And he wants to do something so big in your life. And it's time for you to surround your people who are big like you with vision. Not big, but big with vision. Okay? Who knows what God is saying? Be around people who have big stamina and capacity like you. Who really want to see you do good and win. And be willing to clap for you, but also tell you, "Uh uh-uh, not that way. This is the time. Have people that's really going to pray for you, not just say, I'm going to pray, but to say, you know, right now, let's pray. It's such a difference in that than just someone saying, I'll pray for you because that's a Christian thing to say, too. I'm going to pray for you, and then they don't. Then you don't want everybody praying for you, so you just get a few people who you can tell things to. That's That's just being real, too. Yes. So really, with this year, just be ready. Just have your boundaries up as far as telling the devil, no, that's what, I, that's what I'll be telling Wendy. We got to have our boundaries. You got to tell the devil, nope, I'm not going to allow everyone in my space, and that is okay. Don't listen to the devil try to tell lies to you. Oh, but you the Christian thing. You the pastor. You got to talk to people and do that. No, I don't. Nah, my piece is too expensive. I'm not giving it away to anyone. That's the truth. What I say, what I say to Wendy before, I don't, I'm pastoral to people in the church, but I don't be pastoral to demons. You can back up with that. I'm not going to sit and talk to your spirits. I cast them out. I get them out of you if you want to do that. But Jesus, come on. So listen, what are we going to do? Invade and celebrate. That's what we say, PT, invade and celebrate. We're going to invade and celebrate. We're not going to fear. Because we are uncompromisingly righteous believers. And God has great things in store. All we have to do is walk it out. For those of us who are saying yes, we walk it out. We're going to prepare and be ready for the devil. And even more than that, we say a thousandfold too, right? Father, I just thank you. I thank you for your goodness, your glory. I thank you for the word, Father. I pray that it just ministers to your people, that they heard exactly what they needed to hear, Father, and that they take it and run with it, Lord, to do more, for, just do your glory, to hear what you're saying, to not just hear it, but also listen. And, Lord, we just thank you for what you're going to do at TCVC. We thank you for what you're going to do through PT and Becky. We thank you for what you're going to do through every person in this place, every person that hears my voice. Father, I pray a stirring up of your Holy Spirit. I pray a stirring up right now. Amen. The any debris that is in that river be tossed out right now in the name of Jesus.
Father, I call forth clarity in hearing, clarity in purpose, clarity in cause. Father, I speak a blessing over everyone here, a blessing over families, just a blessing, Lord. I thank you, Lord, when you have given us inside the four walls, Father, that we take outside the four walls because that's what's important. And we just thank you for how you're going to move this year. We thank you that we're able to celebrate you and celebrate what's going to take place. We trust you in that. We thank you that you're giving us the, the power and the position to move and invade where you have us to go strategically to go. We just thank you, Lord. We give you glory. In Jesus' name, amen. the kingdom of God and his righteousness.